Hi guys, it's Rylan here with another Ryunian, brought to you by my mates at Sky Bingo. Now this is the podcast where I reunite celebrities with blasts from the past and you basically get to eavesdrop on everything we talk about. And today's guest is definitely an old pal of mine. Well, I say old, she was actually very young when we met and we've been through a lot together as we were both finalists on The X Factor 10 years ago, back in 2012. Now she's released some big tunes since then and I'm so excited that she's got another album coming out soon. Finally, of course, she took her time. It is time for me to reunite with the gorgeous Ella Henderson. Look at you. Hello, you. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. It's so nice to be doing this with you. I feel like I'm just chatting with my bestie. Well, babe, I mean, how do you know I'm not going to try and trip you up at every single opportunity? Oh, you probably will. <laughs> Is anyone to get my secrets out of me or to get the juicy gossip? It's you. I, know, I mean, listen, I am the secret keeper. That's why my hair's so big, even though I wear a cap. <laughs> um Babe, I'm so excited that we're doing this because we we started together, which is so strange. And it is so lovely to see you doing so, so well. First and foremost, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I think, do you know what? I, I'm saying I'm good. And that's because you know that when I did X Factor, I was 16 years old and Ghost happened to me at 18 and so much happened to me when I was young. So... After that whole roller coaster of that, which was incredible, by the way, um, when I got back home, like I'm a northern girl at heart, so everything just felt a little bit abnormal. Like I didn't know where I was living. I didn't have a sofa in my house. I didn't have a flat. I'd, nothing felt like home. Mm. Um, all my mates were at uni and at different colleges. I didn't know where they were anymore, and I felt quite alone. Um, and also to try and write an album at that time, it would have been the most unrelatable album because no one's going to relate to what I was doing at that age. It's just, mm. it was but like incredible, but so far, far away from reality. So um, I think for me, like, I just, I felt like I needed to take a little bit of a step back and just live mm. um, and just live like an, a bit of a normal life and, and see my mates buy my sofa, <laughs> um, figure out where I want to live and, and just the, the normal things, live life a bit. And um, I think I didn't want to put the pressure on myself as well. There's always that pressure, isn't there, with like album two. And like when you, especially when you've had success with your first one, I think I had this big fear of like big expectations. And I knew that because of the age I was at as well, I was like, I need to just shake this. And the only way I'm going to do that is by growing and evolving and becoming a bit more comfortable in my own skin and, I think I can finally say, like, it has taken seven years, but I'm I'm 26 now, and I do. I just feel like I'm ready. I don't know whether lockdown gave me a kick up the bum as well to be like, come on, you've got to get it out after this, mm. surely. Um, but I do. I just feel ready to share everything and share the songs. Like, not only am I musically ready, but I feel like mentally prepared for it all, and I feel like that's just as important. I think that's probably more important, actually, because otherwise you're not going to be given what you should be giving ultimately at the end of the day what you want to actually yeah. give to people and it is important and you know I've learned that over over the last year or so that to take that bit of time out is is really really important was you ever worried though because don't get me wrong I'm very lucky with the jobs that I've got and 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 the job that I do and I needed that time out for me but was you worried that if you took that time out especially at that age that you might not be able to get back into it, that someone else might come along and 
take your spot? Yeah, God, there's always that fear, isn't there? Like, I can remember, and, and especially when you've got your own insecurities to battle with as well. Like, there was so much going on in my head. But I think they're the things that I had to really work on as a human being because mm. we do it too much, I think, where we just compare ourselves or compare our own lives to other people's lives and, like, the timing of people's lives. Like, you know, something amazing is going on with someone else and it's like, well, that's maybe the right time for them, but it's not the right time for me. Yeah. And accepting that, like, took a little while maybe for me. Um but also as well, like, I think this album is quite a special one because the first one's called Chapter One and this one isn't called Chapter Two. It's called Everything I Didn't Say. And that's because Chapter Two isn't enough to describe what's in this album. Like, this is seven years of my life. Yeah. So you hear me from kind of when I did walk away and kind of take a step back right up until now and what's happened in them seven years. Um, it is like word vomit and it's got a mixture of everything, like me dating tool bags, me thinking I'm falling in love for the first time and all the rat bags I've dated, mm. um, to being like with the guy I'm with now and feeling amazing and in love. My friends realizing who my real friends are. Um, but also I think one of the biggest transformations from back then to now is the fact that there's songs on here that are ultimately not even about anyone else. They're actually about me and my own, like, I don't know, just things that I've learned about myself and me making mistakes and, and f***ing up and knowing that that's okay and mm. and kind of sharing it. It's quite, there's a lot of comedy value in some of the songs. Um, and I'm very, like, brutally and bluntly honest, but that's the way I am. Like, you know me. Like, yeah. that is who I am and what I am. And to actually get to share that side of me and come into this this time without the fear of like, you know, even in interviews when I was younger, right, I used to get so nervous because I was, I felt like I was almost like, not media trained, but we'd never been trained to do anything like that. And no. at 16 years old, sitting and doing like magazine shoots and, and interviews for the first time, it was terrifying. Like, I didn't want to say the wrong thing or be judged for something that I know I'm not. And I used to get so scared of all of that. Whereas now, I don't know, like... I've lived a bit and I just feel like I know what's important to me. I know my values. I know who I am. And I don't know. I just feel ready to open up about things. And I'm not as em embarrassed or ashamed of certain things either. Like, I've definitely faced my own personal challenges in the last three or four years, which I think a lot of people didn't know about until I came back into this campaign and opened up a lot about my mental health and started mm. talking about it. Um, and I chose to do that for the main reasons of being like, one, this album is me being completely honest. So to not open up about that felt like I would be lying to my fans. Yeah. And uh, two, it actually made me feel more comfortable with it. Like, I feel so refreshed that I'm I'm not hiding anything anymore. I'm just like, here it is, flaws and all. Listen, like it or lump it. Yeah. No, but it's, it's, it's true. And like you say, uh, mental health is so... Uh, prevalent it, it's it's one of those things that people are talking more and more openly about which i've never in in my life thought that i would ever go through a crisis like that um but i did ultimately no. and it it literally hit me round the face like a baseball bat because i i always thought i was yeah. too strong for it like i'm never gonna let anything like that happen to me but then it does yeah. and it's really, really hard to deal with when you were going through, and you have been through a lot. I mean, I, I know people don't know everything. I know the album is going to explain a lot more about what you've been through for your music, but you've you've been through a hell of a lot in your personal life. What with your family, what with your relationships. Yeah. How did you deal with that as 
a young woman. I think like it was hard, you know, because I think you have to you have to go through that in your personal life before you can even open up about it in in your work realm or if you're going to talk about it. Like it took me a long time to sit in a studio and finally feel comfortable enough to bring things up as well. Mm. Um and to get to a place as well to like talk about me and how I actually felt about it and my side of the story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, do you know what? I did struggle at, at moments, but I had like my friends and family members around me have just been so supportive. The team that are around me now are the team I've had since I was 16 years old as well. So they have become like my family and they know me through thick and thin and they've stood by me through my worst. Mm. Um, and literally, like you said, I can relate to you so much because I was always the girl where everyone was like, oh, she's, you know, she's the nation's sweetheart. She's She's got an old head on her shoulder. She's got herself together. She's bubbly. She can handle anything. And I always felt like I had to portray that. Um, so the moment I did start in have, having like really bad anxiety, panic attacks and wobbles, and like it got to the point where I just couldn't face a day and I wouldn't leave my bedroom, like... I did feel almost like this failure and like I'd let everyone down. And for ages I felt guilty, but realizing that the people that meant the most to me actually just didn't care about that. They just cared about me. And like, they just wanted, it was really interesting that I can remember we all kind of like sat down at one point. It was like, we just want Gabriella back. We don't even, we're not even bothered about Ella anymore. Like, Mm. let's just bring Gabriella back. And that was so refreshing because like, I think I'd lost Gabriella, like the girl behind everything that was actually like, you know, Real. that is the fun side of me. That is the one that's the class clown with my mates. That is the one that's there for other people. And I just wasn't there for myself at all. Um, the the start of lockdown, I remember I did ring you as well in, in that period. And we had some long phone calls and chats because it was such a strange time, wasn't it? Especially yeah. when it initially all like hit. Um, I can remember I was with my mum and dad and thank God I was like back up north because... Honestly, if it wasn't for my parents, mm. um, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here. Like, and I, I know that sounds really. It's like, the truth, though. <laughs> I don't know. Quite dark, maybe to say, but it is the truth. And I just feel for anyone. And 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 I know you've had certain people in your life that stepped in as well. And it's like anyone that is going through it, and and doesn't feel like they have anyone to turn to. Like there is somebody there. Um, but I just, and I want to make sure as well that like they they ring a helpline or they do get help and they talk because the moment you do, you feel like you've got bricks like lifting off your shoulders. Yeah. Um, and it made me think as well, you know, during that lockdown, like how difficult maybe some people did really find it who who do live on their own, who don't have someone to talk to. Like I couldn't even imagine um, what that would have felt like because um, I know how it made me feel as well. But um, also the benefit to lockdown as well kind of gave me this time because... I was already hitting pause in my life. Like I was already taking a huge step back and trying to work on myself and my mental health and, and and get myself well again. Um, But for the whole globe to kind of shut down with me, it was, it was really weird, but I almost felt like it was the first time maybe people and everyone would maybe understand that and understand that it is important to hit pause sometimes. Um, Just the little things like, sitting outside the back door with my mum every morning having a cup of tea and just like taking the dog for a walk listening to certain podcasts and I know I did a bit of knitting I did like just really random things like my mum even ordered me off like Amazon she was like buying me like painting and trying to get me because I didn't play the piano for ages and I wouldn't touch my music um 
And my mum and dad was just doing everything they could to get me feeling creative again. Mm. Um, until one day, I'll never forget, I randomly just woke up and I think I was in my pyjamas that morning and I went into the front room and it was the piano that I grew up on. It's this little upright in the front room. And I went in and I started playing it and my mum came in and my dad and they both started crying because it was like, it's the first time we've seen you play and like you've, you chose to go to it. Like no one was like, play, play. And like, we all started crying in the living room and I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm ready to like start writing again. And it, it like, it, I'm, I'm back. So, and that was like therapy. Then the rest of my album, which I finished up during the lockdown, which you definitely hear on the album. There's like this whole side to the album, which sounds a bit, I think I listened to too much Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. It's kind of quite stripped back um, and very acoustic sounding. Um, and they're just really beautiful, like guitar or piano led records. And I think you hear me finishing up the album to where I'm at now. And I feel like you hear that transition of me going through it and then getting to this like, I don't know, this kind of like sunrise place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is it is a special album to me for that reason as well. Like I hear like self-growth when I listen to my album. Um, and it's just so bizarre to reflect on it. I'm like, whoa, like that's seven years, but in music form. <laughs> how do you how do you feel now? Where are you now? Now I'm do you know what? For the first time in a long time, and I probably can say this like the first time I've ever felt like this is that I feel everything in my life, whether it's my personal life, so my family, my relationship, my friendships, um, and my work life, and my passions, like everything's in a balance. And I've never put that in place before, ever. Um, and I, it was the first time as well, you know, when I did come back into this album campaign, I did sit with my team and we set boundaries as well for me, you know, because I never even knew what that word meant. I didn't have them. I was just this yes person. So, um, you know, I'm always going to give everything. I'm going to give 110%. But if I don't have that time for me, then, you know, that's when things can go wrong and I'm not going to be this person that everybody wants me to be. Mm. So I feel like finding that balance is really important. And sometimes you can come off it for a day and be like, oh, I buggered that day up, but like you get back on it. And I feel like for the first time in my life, that's the place I'm at. And I'm really happy. Like I'm proud of the body of work. I'm nervous and excited for everyone to hear it, but I know I can't give anymore. I can't do anymore. I can't tweak anymore. So yeah, I'm kind of at this place now where I don't care. Success means a different thing to me now as well. Like I think for years it used to be like, oh my God, where's it going to chart? Where's the chart position? And now it's not. Like I'm more proud of the fact that I'm actually doing music again than, you know, than whatever it does. Because I honestly thought I was going to give it up at one point um, and never come back. And to be sat here now, like on the, on a, this like with you and talking about it like if you'd have seen me two and a half years ago you'd have thought no that's it that's the end of Ella like she's not doing it she's anymore done. um so I'm more proud of that than anything well I'm proud of you because <laughs> I can't believe it's been this long um since we both started together no. um and to see the the woman which kills me to say, because you'll always be 16 in my head. You know, I always say that to you. <laughs> but to see the the woman that you've, you've grown into is just so beautiful because you were always that person. Mm. But I understand like, exactly what you've said, that you can get lost. 
Like you lose Gabriella. Yeah. You lose the real side of, of you. And I feel like now talking to you, I feel like you've found that balance and you've found exactly who you are personally and who you are professionally. And you've married the two together just in the right amount of ways. Yeah. And, and here you are. You're sat here now. Yeah, you're making me emotional now. <laughs> Do you know what, though, as well? Like, I am... Stop crying. <laughs> as much as I say I've got my shit together, I definitely haven't. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make mistakes along the way. And, um, like, I am young and I am going to make mistakes, but I'm, I'm not scared of that anymore either. Like... You shouldn't be. It's going to happen and you're going to have to deal with it. And life's going to throw crazy things at you. I've learned that mm. as well. And I know you mm. have, like... There's going to be things that happen. You're going to set your goals out and maybe like a load of, you know, things are going to come and get in your way. And that's just all part of life. So but if you can come out of like a really dark place and you know you can get through that, then all it does is make you feel stronger when you come out the other Absolutely. end. Um, and yeah, and I feel like that's probably where I am at. Um, but yeah, no, our bond is so special because like it's 10 years now since we did that together and... No one will quite understand, apart from us, who was on that year, like what that was, what it felt like. And we'll just always have this close-knit bond that nobody will really understand. No. But um, I do. I love you. I literally love you like a brother. Like, I don't know. I reckon every week my mum asks about, how's, have you heard from Rylan? How's Rylan? Like, that's how much my mum cares about you and cares about you, not about what you're doing. Um, like, Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a bizarre... Our families had such a tight like, bond we as did, well. Our families were literally stitched positive. together every we single week. To, have to, I know we keep saying this, but we have to get a night, just me, you and our mums together and have a little pyjama night. Oh, the carnage, the carnage. Honestly, you know what them two are like together, <laughs> but they, my mum keeps saying, when are we doing it? When are we doing it? And like, let, we'll just leave them in the kitchen. Yeah, fine. We can leave them to it. We'll put them in the other room. Yeah, exactly. No, but we should definitely do that. Um, but no, I love you to pieces. And um, I'm so proud of you as well. I want to say that, like, you have, like, what you've done with your career is one thing. But just knowing you as well and where you've come from and what you've done, like, and from those days when you were, like, how old was you on X Factor? 23, yeah, did you say? Yeah, 23, yeah. I mean, look at the growth you've done. Like, you are a different human. Like, you've still got the same sense of humour, of course, and everything. But how you've grown, like, is just mad like you are you are so different but in such an amazing way and like and one thing with you is you've never ever changed and you've never ever like you've never been a snob you've never snooted anyone you've never like you just you kept your feet on the ground which is why I think we are still so close because that's the way I am anyone that changes I'm like I ain't got time for you so. you know why we like that because of our families yeah no that's true imagine if you did <laughs> Get your feet off the ground, what your oh, mum would say. She would slap me about. No, I know, she'd put you right in check. She literally would. You're listening to The Reunion, brought to you by my friends at Sky Bingo, with a lot of chat, laughs and some exciting times with some of your faves. That's one for you, Sky Bingo. So, Elle, you know, on this podcast, I like to reunite my guest with someone from their past. And uh, I've got someone who you know very well. Um, do you want to meet who they are? Yes. Who is it? <laughs> Nervous. I could tell you it is, in fact, 
the lovely Mr. Tom Grennan. Hey. What's happening? Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really, really well. I'm good. You look really fresh. You look like you just got out of the shower. Yeah, I know. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I put a little mask in my hair. Ooh, <laughs> bougie. It, it was looking a bit dry, so I was like, you know, I need a, need a little mask in there. Got to keep the barnet fresh, do you know what I mean? Nothing wrong with a hair mask. Uh, yeah. Tom, so nice to chat to you, mate. Thanks so much for coming on. And listen, I, I need to have a word with you because I feel like you've stolen my little sister away. What's going on with that? Oh, no, me and, me and Els have become proper, proper tight. Um, do, do you know what? It's just... So refreshing to meet somebody in this like music industry that ain't fake and that ain't like full of it. Mm. Me and Els are so similar. Do you know what I mean? We're just, I don't know, cut from the same cloth, innit? Yeah. For sure. You're very Southern and I'm very Northern, but I feel like we're so similar, like yeah. and morally and everything. Like we just really get on. Yeah. And we have a laugh. Together, you've just made like, the Midlands. Fun, That's it. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it is. Tom, I've got to say, first and foremost, big fan of yours. Love, love your music. Thanks, man. And also, um, cough, cough. Two Brit nominations. Yeah, yeah, I Mate, know. That's I'm, amazing, I'm buzzing, man. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win it. But it's just so good to be nominated and uh, and and have that kind of I don't know recognition from the Brits and and stuff like that. But yes, I'm. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm. I'm a bit stressed out about it, to be honest with Why? you. Why? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. You should just be so proud of yourself, mate. Like, you deserve it. Yeah, I am. So, I am really proud, but I'm a bit, just a bit stressed out about it. I don't know why. My Like, my missus is like, why are you stressing about such, like, a great thing? I'm like, don't know. Yeah, but Tom, listen, you, the, one of the Brit nominations that you've got is for Song of the Year. Now, I'm not being funny or anything. That is, yeah. that's like the ultimate accolade, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a, it's um unreal, and I didn't know I didn't know I was nominated. But nobody told me I was nominated till like um, I watched it on the t- TV. So I was like, "What? Stop it! What's going on?" Luckily, I had my mum over at that um, at my house. We were watching it together because I thought like I got told to watch the Brits. So I was like, maybe like I'm gonna be nominated. So my mum came up. Well, wait, I want to know if you know Tom's family. His dad cracks me up. What was your dad's reaction? Oh, he was just, he, he just Irish swearing, wasn't he? He was just like... Yeah. Uh, he, he couldn't believe it. I don't. To be honest with you, like, I can't still believe it, man. But um, we're going to go there. We're going to keep my fingers crossed and we'll see what happens. But it's just so good to, to be in that category with the likes of, like, Ed Sheeran and Adele and people like that and... I don't know. It's a part of my history now, so it's, it's cool to tell like my kids or something one day. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think whatever happens, it doesn't matter. Mate, it's it's honestly, I've got my fingers crossed for you as well. I think you're so talented, and when I found out that you two were were teaming up. I was like, uh-oh, this is going to be something quite good. <laughs> and uh, it really, really was. How, how did this happen between the two of you? How, how did you two link? Well, um, so... Wrote the song a few years back with James Arthur. Love. I think you know that, right? And then um, it was always a song that I def- I wanted to put out, but it was just a case of when. And mine and James's diaries completely collided and everything. So came this open discussion of, okay, well, I really want to release it and I want to do it this year. I feel like 
well, last year out of any year, I feel like in the summer being in lockdown, everyone just missed being with one another, mm. socialising. We couldn't go to the pub. We couldn't have a pint. Yeah. You couldn't have a one-night stand. You couldn't meet people. Um, and so that's my reasonings for why I just felt like this is the kind of song that people need. And it needed to be someone with crappy tattoos that smelt a bit like booze. And you needed to be British because the humour in it is very British. And the only person I could think of was Tommy G. <laughs> Um, but no, and of course, like I'm a huge fan of Tom's and always have been, and I followed him from day one. And um, yeah, I just think it's it was amazing. And obviously, we sent you the record, and you were really hyped up about it. And yes. we got straight in the studio, vocaled it again. As soon as I heard it, I was like, "Why ain't James doing this? It's massive. <laughs> He's a lazy <laughs> that boy." <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, I was just honoured to be on it, and I, I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, "This is, this is definitely gonna be massive." Um, and then we got in the studio, didn't we? Just before, when it just before Christmas. Yeah, we literally it was like yeah. when lockdown lifted, and we could actually be in each other's presence, and we were just excited to be around other humans. I think. Yeah, and we were in the studio, and then we did it, and, and he sounded phenomenal. Because through lockdown, obviously, no one was obviously allowed to go out or even to a pub or anything like that, and we. And we got to be like the only few to be ever be in a pub in that time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was quite like, I don't know. It just rem reminded us of good times. I know. Sick. I was going to say, when we shot the video, um, we obviously, we got to have our own pub and, and be in there and stuff. And like, an empty pub is quite weird as well. Mm. But um, we were like saying mm. how much we miss like the smell of, you know, like sweaty carpet and sticky seats in a pub. <laughs> Um, that's yeah. that, at that time we was like this is really weird that we're miss like we miss out on this like smell and everything in this environment but that was wicked that day we had mm. so much fun and we even um, hired a beer van and brought the beer to the people we did a bit of that so was taking pints around London Tom's got Irish in him so he was pulling Guinness pints and I was pulling real pints yeah. and um, we just had a laugh with it it was a lot of fun and it was such a success as well like a major success and song went boom yeah boom yeah, massive no. honestly the pair of you crack me up <laughs> because i can tell just by watching the video yeah. and, and stuff like that that none of that was faked none of that was work that was literally the pair of you just going come on let's go and have a pint on the street there was one thing that was fake though when uh and i've said this before tom so i know you won't mind but you know at the end of the video when we come really close together and it's meant to be like a moment of like oh did they or didn't they mm-hmm Tom decided, like, we had lunch before. He decided to have a Nando's and eat, like, three garlic breads. <laughs> no. And didn't brush his teeth. So when we did it, it was, oh, my God, his breath was awful. <laughs> I was like, oh. She was like, your breath stinks. <laughs> oh, it was so funny, though. But that's the epitome of our friendship, really. That's why it works. That is why it works. Listen, Tom, yeah. it's been so nice talking to you, mate. Thank you so much for coming on here. And yeah, nice one. I appreciate it. Good luck at the Brits, mate. That's honestly brilliant. No, good luck. I'm so it. proud of you and I love you. And thanks, thanks for so coming much. on here. Tom, you take care, mate. Love you both. Have a good one. And I'll see you soon, yeah? Cheers, man. Take care. Elle, how was that? Oh my God, that was amazing. That was such a nice surprise. Thank you for bringing him on. He always cheers me up. He seems like a really lovely guy. He is. He's so nice. I've never met him, but the three of us are going to have to have a little night out, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. We'd have a right ball. Minus the garlic breath. No, minus the garlic breath. I've got to ask you some questions now. Okay. And 
I'm looking forward to this because I ask everyone this and it's only a couple. First up, if you could reunite with anyone from your past, who would it be and why? Ooh. Um, do you know what? Probably, because I haven't seen him in years, would be Ryan Tedder, who I wrote Ghost with. Yes. Um, I've not physically seen him in the flesh for so long. And, like, yeah, his energy is, like, unreal and he's super, super talented. And we just get along like a house on fire. But we've not physically seen each other in ages. So if I could have a reunion with him, that would be amazing. Just because, like, I don't know, we had so much success together. But from, like, we obviously wrote the song together in the same room. But then, like, from afar, um, we've always kind of lived. Like, he's in, in in America and I'm here. So I'd love to, like, just see him and just see how he's doing, see how his family is and his missus and, and catch up. If you had to reunite with someone you really didn't want to, who would that be? Who would you never want to have a reunite with? Okay, I mean... Who would I not want to meet? It'd have to be any of my ex-boyfriends. Yes. I mean, no one wants to run into the exes, do they? Oh, no. Not unless <laughs> not unless you want to have a row. <laughs> no, exactly. And that whole thing of ending on mutual terms, I don't get it. So, yeah, I don't, definitely one of the exes. I don't understand it. I just do not understand it. I wish I did, yeah. but I don't. <laughs> we deserve better, babes. We deserve better. <laughs> It's been 10 years since me and you started together this year. Yeah. And I want to know, in 10 years from now, where is Gabriella Henderson? Gosh, I'd like to think 10 years from now. I'd like to think maybe, I don't know, like, I'd like to think maybe I've got a family or I've started to have a family. Um, I feel like I've definitely met someone that I'm, like, completely, like, head over heels for and I feel the same return um and to build build that kind of unit and that life and that team that I've always wanted because that's definitely a goal of mine um but who knows I'd love to keep just be carrying on doing what I'm doing I want to you know in 10 years time I'd like to think I'm still writing songs and writing songs for other people as well because I'm doing that again and I really enjoy that I probably get even more satisfaction out of writing songs for other for other artists sometimes than myself um that uh i'd love to do a bond theme oh yes that's on the bucket list i want to be nominated for a grammy yeah um obviously i'd love to win the grammy um and i want to be in a film like i would love to do acting at some point um or just like featuring a film or just do something like that like i went to performing arts college and i love it and you know me like i love like musicals and doing my hocus pocus uh <laughs> impressions and stuff of bet midler and in that so <laughs> I'd love to do something like that. I can imagine me in 20 years, you're going to see me like bring in something like Hocus Pocus the Musical back to like the West End or Broadway. And me I'm here like for that. Winifred Sanderson. Like that's probably where I'm going to be. That's what I want. <laughs> I want that to happen. In fact, I'm going to make um, it happen. Yeah, so <laughs> You've turned into exactly what I thought you would, a beautiful young woman, and I'm proud to call you a friend. And I'm so glad that you are in a great place. Um, and long may Gabriella and Ella continue to do exactly what they're doing because I'm so happy for you. And I can't wait 
to see what comes next for you after this second album because I just know how amazing it's going to be and I can't thank you enough for, for coming on. It's been so nice to talk to you no thank you I absolutely love you and thank you for having me to be a part of this and stuff it was an absolute pleasure love you to pieces I love you more <laughs> no I love you more love you more you hang up Ah, <laughs> oh, I literally the love I have for that girl is infinite she will always be 16 I hate the fact she's growing up but I know that's life and I'm just going to have to get over it but I'll always be protective over that one a massive thank you to the gorgeous woman now. She's still a girl. Ella Henderson. She is, really is a special one. Uh, and a massive thanks to the amazing Tom Grennan as well. Um, I really enjoyed their little chat as well. Uh, now look, if that's got you all nostalgic for The X Factor, check out my very first episode of this series because I, Rye United, share Lloyd with Brian Friedman and the icon that was Tesco Mary. Do not miss that one. Uh, and actually, Lucy Spraggan pops up in episode five as well. It's a proper little X Factor loving. She was in the same year as me and Ella. Cool, you love it. Thank you so much for listening to The Rye Union with my mates at Sky Bingo. I'll be chatting to you again before you know it. Take care. <laughs>